It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. How good is Australia? Have a go. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Get a job. Have a go. To start a business. Start a family to buy a home. Have a go. Have a go. And get a fair go when they have that go. Get a job. Work hard. Work hard. Work hard. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This is the best country in the world in which to work hard. Work hard. Another week, another episode of the Have A Go podcast. Welcome. My name is Dave Edwards. I'm joined by Dane Eldridge. Welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, mate. It's great to be here and uh, just another week of um, looking inside Australia. Looking inside Australia, performing an autopsy on Australia. That's right. All things social, cultural, economic. Today, we're going to talk about, well, one of the most controversial uh, pillars of Australia, I'm talking about the ABC, the Australian Broadcast Corporation, Mm. established in 1929 as a national broadcaster for all Australians. All Australians. All being the operative word. Mm. Back in the 90s, before the internet overtook all of our lives (laughs) and over-the-top streaming giants, big tech companies just came and fucked up the media landscape as we know it. The ABC was on top of the world. I mean, was that was that how you felt growing up, kind of in the in eighties, nineties, two thousands? The ABC was a big thing, hundred percent, mate. I mean, I'm from regional Australia, mm. and we only had two television channels when I was growing yeah. up. So fifty percent of my viewing diet was the ABC. So I didn't get a lot from the outside world other than what I was told by the national broadcaster, and I believed every word as you should, and as we across, all did. Yeah, of course. And that's you know that's not just TV; that's across the the, the radio spectrum as mm. well. And and uh, that's why I hold it dear to my heart, mate. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I grew up with the ABC as well. I mean, I lived in in Sydney, so mm. I mean, I was getting all the all that great, rich Sydney content. You know, Richard Moorcroft on ABC oh, News. Geez. You know that rich vibrato accent. You know, still with me today. <laughs> I mean, think about some of the other pillars: Four Corners. You know, exposing scandals and triggering royal commissions left, right, and centre. Back chat. Boots on the ground during bushfire season, all the hoopla of budget night. Oh, wasn't it fantastic? I mean, question time was appointment viewing. Exactly, it was. It wasn't that, just consigned to the middle of the day. <laughs> it's actually on in prime time. The threat of commercial TV and over-the-top giants was still years away, wasn't it? And we were the ABC's captive audience. Exactly. I mean, the mere thought of the ABC being touched up in any way by the government was just just off limits, wasn't it? Well, I don't know if people were talking about it back then because we were obviously young. I mean, mm, I, I don't mm. remember ever being any kind of political back and forth about the ABC or, or you know, the threat of you know, cutting its funding or, or mm. you know, being biased one way or another. Yeah, I don't recall following whether any ABC presenters were married to any Labor ministers at all when I was eight. I could have, <laughs> but who knows? Don't know. I mean, yeah. I wasn't reading Private Sydney back then, so <laughs> okay. by Andrew Honnery in the Herald I probably would have given me the update I needed. But, you know, but yeah, going back even further, I mean, play school. Yes. That was that was fundamental. Staple. Yeah. Growing up. Our I mean, children probably, well, my son watches Play School now. Hmm. So it's a generational staple, isn't it? Well, absolutely. I actually walked past Benita from Play School the other day um, at the IGA Super Barn in Annandale. Okay. Um, I actually saw Craig Rucastle there recently as well. Okay. I guess, you know, she's obviously an inner city elite, isn't yeah, she? Of course. I yeah, mean, yeah. I didn't know that growing up, but she has always been residing in an elite urban enclave. <laughs> Um, supporting independent grocers. I mean, I didn't know that when I was five, watching Benita. Not at all. You would just assume that everyone just shops at Woolworths. That's what I assumed. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, going back to the the days growing up, radio, I mean, the sound of summer, cricket on the radio, Jim Maxwell's voice through that tinny transistor. Oh, mate, I'll never forget it. And it's just I've got a memory like that too, just driving Mm. with Dad in the car and he's got – 
grandstand on and, and the hockey's on, the hockey roos are playing and yeah. just, I mean, mainly the knob was broken on the radio yeah. and it was stuck, but, I mean, the memories were great. I mean, and, over at your area, I mean, Macker in the morning. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Karen Ty was a name that just came back to me as well. Yep. Macker in the morning, Mate. the voice of Australia. He speaks for all Australians. He does. He I'd love does. to know where he lives, though. I'd love to see his postcode. Yeah, that's right. But, I, I reckon it starts with a two O. It's a long drive from regional Australia into Ultimo. It is, yeah. Yeah, but I'm anyway, let's charge those. Better. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rage as well. I mean, these are the iconic programs that we grew up with. Some of them still remain today. They haven't been updated. Same graphics. Um, <laughs> Budget cuts. You know, Sydney Club Rugby. That's not there anymore, is it? Oh Stolen by God. the Freedom Network. Not even on one of the backwater channels. No. Yeah. Watching the Woodies at TG Milner on a Saturday afternoon. I mean, that was, that was grassroots. Rootsy, wasn't it? Wasn't it? And just the guys that did the halftime reports and that, you get, that's just a guy like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not one of your big ticket sort of presenters on 500K on one of the big networks. He's just a bloke. <laughs> he's just a bloke with yeah. a microphone like us. I mean, yeah. when rugby was good, the ABC was good and Australia was good. Agreed. Today's a little bit different. Mm. I mean, we are engaged in endless culture wars. We I've are. always said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ABC's become a political football for us to kick around with abandon. It's Much like the club has. rugby that you, we used to watch <laughs> when we could watch a football be kicked around, the ABC is getting kicked around mercilessly, Certainly depending is. on which side of the culture war you stand on. Yes. Obviously, the ABC is a public asset, isn't it? It is. It is a public asset, but it's been politicised, as you said, Dave, and I've um, broken it down. There is a, there is a, a spectrum for ABC supporters, I believe. It right. starts on the left with their ABC yep. moving slightly towards... Friends of the ABC. Friends of the ABC is the next one in the middle. Then in the middle is our ABC for oh, okay. everyone. Going to the right a bit more is privatise the ABC yep. and then far right is criminalise the ABC. <laughs> so wherever you are in Australia, you will fit into one of those categories. You might think that you don't, but you do. We're all on a spectrum now. I think that's, that's right. right. I mean, Director of News Gavin Morris recently labelled his own employees inner city elites. Oh, and what, what an admission that is. And what a hammer blow landed for the red meat right that was. Oh. They were salivating over that. One of the insiders actually labelling his own people a Chardonnay socialist, mm. virtually. <laughs> I mean, is the ABC always destined to be a cuck? I mean, how much <laughs> bullying can it take before it arcs up? I mean, uh, the ABC, as I said, is publicly funded. It it's is. always kind of got that over them. It's kind of cucked in a way, isn't it, the ABC? It's not much it can do. It is a little bit. It's backed into a corner, especially with uh, with the Conservative government in power. Mm. It's basically just has to do what it's told. Take the, uh, take the increasing budget cuts and just keep, showing bloody the bill or whatever it is every day. But, I mean, you ask anyone from the other side, though, Dave, and they would call it the endless war, I reckon. Right. How long can the government keep funding the endless war? And that's the war between the ABC and the Conservatives. Right. It's, it's going on. I mean, they, they think budget cuts is, uh, is healthy. Mm. On the other hand... It's a war and an unnecessary war that's being funded. What right. are your thoughts? Well, uh, look, I think you're right there. Um, I don't think we're ever going to agree, are we? No. I mean, it's just, it's just well, we're funding it. We're funding it. Our taxpayer dollars are going into this asset. Seven cents a day, I and believe it is. we just want to see it go the right way. That's right. We, and just, want, we just want it to echo our exact thoughts and feelings <laughs> at all times and costs. That's all we want from the ABC. Just make me feel good and reinforce my existing ideals. That's right. If I turn on club rugby, I want to see the commentators bigging up Sydney Uni, okay? <laughs> Subtly, but, you know, I want to see a bit of bias. But, but it, it all comes back to that competition, doesn't it? I remember mm. when Tony Abbott was the Prime Minister. Right. And when it was at its absolute height, the culture wars with oh, ABC, and still God. bubbling on today, but it's when it really hit its zenith. And Tony Abbott called on the ABC to maintain impartiality, but to continue supporting Australia and Tony Abbott. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, 
Wow, yeah. we've really jumped the shark. It's a tough one for the ABC. They're in a bit of a bind there, aren't <laughs> they? Right. They're really, really tough. I mean, news that's purely independent and free from commercial pressure. I mean, is that is that actually ever possible? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, the individual so. have their own prejudices and biases, mm, don't, they? don't they? Even if you live in Ultimo. Even this show. Yeah, well, of course. I could be writing messaging. That's right. I could be writing a manifesto on Facebook right now. You don't even know. <laughs> but you can't please everyone, can you, with content? I mean, everyone, these days, everyone's got opinions and you can share them openly. Like, even if you've got an egg for an avatar on Twitter, <laughs> your opinion can be fucking put out there and have meaning, have influence. I think, yeah, I think the tipping point these days for outrage is too egg accounts on Twitter saying something, um, you know, that's uh, or pointing out something that's not to their taste. Yeah. That's outrage. That's, a, that's an article. So, yeah, I yeah. think uh, that's right. You don't even have to put your face to it. But you're, if you're on the taxpayer dime, you're my personal property. Yeah, I mean, of I, course. That's how I feel as a taxpayer and you literally work for me. Yeah, that's right. You own Tony Jones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're in the public service, mate. I mean, do you feel the same kind of pressure that those at the ABC must? I do sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I do. But I take my name tag off when I walk outside the building. Or do so you I... soothe yourself with your 16% super? <laughs> You know, and it must be nice to have a job where you literally can't be fired. What's it like to have non-financial KPIs at work? When you do an annual performance review, do you just look at the average time you punched in and out? Is that what they do? I just, just, I just show a calendar and say, look at all the days I turned up. <laughs> it's good to have a little peek under the covers every now and then. Uh, okay, so grim times for the ABC ahead, would you say? Or, you know, where do you see the future of the ABC? I mean, we'll wrap this up at the end of the show, but mm, mm. the ABC right now is in a bit of, bit of pain, isn't that? It is in a bit of pain, but uh, I know at the end of last year there were murmurs coming out of Canberra that there was a factional section of the uh, Liberal government that was really seriously eyeing off privatisation. Mm. And the, the word got out and everyone was like, is this it? Right. Is it finally happening? You know, it's play school going out to tender. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But no, and then we've had reassurances yeah. from, from inside the government recently that it's not going to right. be privatised. It's just going to be slashed to the back teeth. Yeah. Basically unrecognisable. Probably just one channel, one radio station, Triple J yeah. gone. Well, just on play school, I mean, can anyone get on that now? <laughs> I think so. I saw a guy on an Amy ad who was on play school the other day. <laughs> Where's the Amy girl gone? Remember that double AMI girl from the 90s? Where's yeah, she now? She's like proliferated. There's a lot of them. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, outsourced it. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, a privatised ABC would look very different, I feel. First of all, a privatised ABC, I mean, it would just be a bargain for Rupert, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I mean, he could do with the extra media ownership share. So, yeah, he doesn't um, have enough. So I'd say it would most likely go to him, unless Singo pops up, if he can be bothered. <laughs> Maybe if he has a win on a horse or something and he's got this change <laughs> lying around. But I just picture like, um, you know, Paul Barry hosting maths. Oh, married at first sight. Yeah, yep. married at first sight, but then scolding himself for undisclosed product placement. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. so he, yeah, the, the watchdog on his own program. Well, that's yeah. right. I mean, fund, funding himself. cuts would continue, so he'll have to, you know, earn his... Do the content and then be the regulator of that's the right. content. So he's still hosting Media Watch immediately yeah. after maths. Okay. But uh, still no one is safe from Paul Barry. No. Uh, I can imagine like Norman Swan on, on Radio National uh, spruiking the no repeat workday. Right. Yeah. 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 You, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main commentator on COVID just, you know, doling out icy cold cans of Coke. Yeah. And promising not to play the Eagles twice in a day. Right, yeah, yeah. So I, th I could see that as well. Um, Wally Dali, he'd be sweet though. He'd be right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's, well, got, he's on perfectly both. in that paradigm because he's good. He's commercial, but he's also, you know, yeah. well, he's already straddling both sides, isn't he? So isn't he's on he? In, he can he just breathlessly he? go from insiders and then pop over to um, pop over to the Channel 10 studios, yeah. whack on a jacket and just host the project. Have a go. Have a go. Welcome to the Have a Go podcast. Have a go. Podcast Australia. Australia. Have a 
Weekdays from nine on Boomer Talkback. It's Corey Church. Now, now listen here, Premier. Mr. Church. I've been doing Mr. this for 40 years. Just people in speak. New South Wales are sick of red tape. They're sick of political correctness. They're sick of you and your government. Church. 7.14am and the Prince of Point Piper is at it again. Church. With all due respect, Mr. Church, Penny Wong is one of Australia's most upstanding parliamentarians. He is a monumental failure, both as a leader and a person. Church. Look, I happen to think that George Pell is a national treasure. Church. The woman is blinkered, biased, and out of touch. Church. Typical lefty terrorist. Church. Refugee. Church. Cyclist. Church. Great church. Weekdays from nine. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. If you are so confident about your view of fight back, why won't you call an early election? The answer is, because I want to do you slowly. I want to do you slowly. Do you slowly. 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 There's got to be a bit of sport in this for all of us. Best country in the world. Well, another huge subject today that must be discussed in earnest and with conviction by one of the great minds in Australia, I'm talking about social commentator and comedian Luke Heggie. Heggie, welcome. Oh, you're welcome to my great mind this week. Privileged. We'll roll around inside that mind on the topic of the ABC, our national mm. broadcaster. Mm. But is it really our ABC? Do they speak for all Australians still? Did they ever? Uh, I mean, I th- they do speak for the 20,000 or so people who are watching during <laughs> prime time. Um, I mean, television in general and Australian television in, in particular, you know, I've never heard a news story begin with this next fucking idiot and that's why I don't trust TV they're just not being honest enough to battlers out there Um, I mean there was a time when to call Australian television dog shit that was a genuine insult to dog shit but um, they've turned it around miraculously by using the same people in the same public service jobs they've had for decades and the same ideas they've always used with the same talent and the same writing teams they've always had and inexplicably it just became great again just like it was in the golden age of television. Well, they're, you know, they're very green. They're recycling their talent. That's very progressive. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very sustainable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about, uh, so there's a bit of a uh, bit of a conundrum in, in the Australian landscape with the ABC. Mm. I mean, uh, depends who you ask. It's either very, very left or very, very right. Um, what's your position on this? Or do you actually give a shit? I, I don't turn it on. So <laughs> I don't know. I left it long ago. And... Um, I don't think the left know what they are now. I think that I don't think the right. Well, I think the right know. That's what just, <laughs> they just, fucking know. They just moving, they know what they are. Moving mm. straight in and, and uh, ruling the world mm. now that the left are fucking quibbling over syntax um, <laughs> and occupying themselves. That's how you win a war. Just wait for them to destroy themselves. But um, yeah, it is. It is. You know. Do do you reckon they they have a a, a balanced viewpoint? The ABC. Well, anything? I mean. It's becoming increasingly politicised, isn't it, the ABC? And they're they're struggling these days because they're continually having their funding cut by conservative governments. So read into that what you will. But, um, I mean, I'm like you. I haven't watched a lot of ABC lately because I don't fancy watching back-to-back episodes of Spicks and Specs from 2003 <laughs> on a fucking endless loop. Yeah. Well, so they are struggling. The, the, the content is taking a hit because of that defunding, I think. 
from what I see from Lee Sales, I mean, she really tries to amp up the attacks on the on the on the Liberal senators, and and nice try. But um, yeah, I think we can see right through it that they're paranoid about being uh, perceived in a certain way. Um, personally, I think uh, they're uh, probably appearing a little bit uh, left wing because everything else is so bloody red meat in comparison. That's just my take. Right. Yeah, okay. Well, good on them for redressing the balance, maybe. But, um, I mean, thankfully, the ABC has or did have its own comedy channel, which I think has reverted back to the more agreeable and popular test pattern um, <laughs> once kids go to bed because it ceases to show cartoons. But, Nothing better um, than just, you know, lighting up a bong and just watching the test pattern for six <laughs> hours continuously. <laughs> I mean, I've never done it, but I hear it's quite popular in well, some areas. Placates a lot of... Midnight larrikinism. Like it, <laughs> it certainly does. You yeah. get them in front of their tellies, start them early, they won't be going out and causing trouble on the streets. Yeah. The colours really pop too after a couple well, that of That was good. That was a simpler time, wasn't it? Because it was like, all right, it's whatever time it is, it's midnight. Let's all just take a breather and yeah. let's just fucking switch our brains off and we'll put the test pattern on and let's, get, let's come back at 6 a.m., check in with us at 6 a.m. Yeah. But now the endless 24 7 news cycle. And, and the ABC obviously has to be part of that news cycle. As they do. There's an ABC 24. There's not enough news to go around for 24 hours. And just giving more and more content for people to just like painfully scrutinise over as to which way that it's biased. You know what I mean? Just put the test pattern on. That's not left or right. It's just a fucking test pattern. <laughs> well, they'll find a way to make that test pattern politicised. <laughs> Mate, that test oh, pattern was last. Too much red in it. Fucking yeah. communists. <laughs> I've woken up to the test pattern in my youth many a time and I don't mind it. It's the noise I object to. Why do they have to put that on there? Just leave it out. I think it adds to it. Oh, it's, it, it adds to your mental state. When you wake up to that, it's no good. Now, in the, high, in the digital age when we've got multiple platforms on the ABC, do we propose more test patterns perhaps across all digital platforms or should we um, just put the fucking BBC back well, if you on? cut a test pattern up into little bite-sized pieces and then distribute it across multiple social platforms, <laughs> integrate some brands into the test pattern, you could monetize it and that's what they need to do. Yeah, subliminal uh, just flashes of ads or something. <laughs> Uh, they've always been against ads, the ABC. That's their problem. Mm. They're always fucking crying poor. It's been as well, hurting for years, that hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, w- but how do you like bring in an ad, but then that the the brand has to be kind of on brand for the ABC, just fucking down the middle, no slant either way. Funny you say that, but the test pattern is not that far removed graphically from a pokey. <laughs> <laughs> you could turn, to, you could put a little lever on the side of every television. Mm. Yeah. Test pattern time, pokey time. And when you get a feature, you get an arts grant. Oh. <laughs> Give a little back. I mean, um, by all accounts, the Comedy Channel was a, it was a very nurturing environment for new talent, rewarding hard work and potential. A great place for creatives to have their own work seen by many, a meritocracy of the uh, very best hand-picked comedy talent Australia has mm. to offer. I um, Personally, I never experienced it. I was never good mates with any of the blokes in charge. Right. But, um, okay. Who would be the head of that? Do you think Adam Hills, I reckon? <laughs> Adam Hillsy Hills. He's been trundled back out for Spicks and Specs, has he not? That's yeah, well, yeah, as I said, I'm still watching episodes of him back in yeah, the early 2000s. I think there might be new ones. Have they not oh, made really? new? I don't know. Well, why change rumblings? your winning formula? Mm, exactly. Well, cha- why change indeed? Because there was outcry when it did get changed. Right. People don't like change, mm. even the left. The friends of the ABC. The progressives fucking hated when Hilsey left Specs and Specs and they put another guy on, Josh Earl, who's excellent. Uh, Round hatred after one episode. (laughs) Where's Hilsey? Vitriol (laughs) on social. (laughs) The best type of vitriol. Outrage. Well, they do trade in outrage, the ABC, because, you know, that's, that's our media landscape at the moment. You have to 
make news. You have to be controversial. And even the ABC. I think what you're trying to say is, is that someone should go on Q&A and scold the ABC mm. so the ABC gets cancelled by one of its own shows. Mm. I think that would be a fitting way for the ABC to go out. Just literally eat itself and that'd be indicative of the whole situation. Yeah, and just sell it off to Murdoch. Sick. He could do with the extra share. So, what he would yeah. do with the ABC. I mean, just, there's a blank channel just sitting there. Like, oh, surely, yeah. he, you can just make up a new number. Channel 2, that's got a real <laughs> ring to it. It was better when it was just called Channel 2, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah growing up. Faceless. Dad, dad putting on Channel 2. Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. Faceless, that's what I mean. Like, it's just, there's no bias there whatsoever. It's just a number. Like AAP, just yeah. the wire service. Just give us the information. <laughs> Don't tell us what to think. I don't even want a byline. No headshot. Just give me the information. <laughs> Don't give me a personality. Don't give me a ABC personality on 500K, my 500K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want Tony Jones to just be a faceless avatar. That's all I want. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we got there in the end. So the obviously a rosy future for the ABC then. Well, who knows? It's uh, I mean, if they sell it off, yes. If they don't. <laughs> Then fuck knows, mate. Like it'll it'll go like the utilities would have gone if we didn't sell them off. Probably run fairly well and efficiently by yeah. by Australians for Australians. But uh, sounds good. Get rid of it. Mum and Dad and Danny were at the dinner table, lording Arthur Tunstall. Sky News was on the box. When Latham's ugly mug appeared, it was all too fucking hard. I slipped my iPhone in my pocket and I left. Down the woke brigade line, the footpaths as we marched down to Holt Street. The retweet from Malcolm Turnbull showed us young and strong and green. There's me holding a sign with a hashtag that says RABC. God help me. I was only 19 From alt-right 4chan content to the mainstream Murdoch metros I've been in and out of podcasts now for months And just because I believe in climate change and yell defund the cops They point at me and say, it's always been hot, you cuck can you tell me, Doctor, when no one's joining my GoFundMe? My social justice quest is fresh and trendy as can be. And can you tell me why my boomer parents don't understand me? God help me. I'm a young socialist green. four-week operation to get a studio seat for a recording of Q&A was a war within itself but I wouldn't stop till I'd said my piece to Matt Canavan to rapturous applause then someone yelled out Credlin and a student behind me swore She'd found my tweet backing Tony Abbott and they showed me to the door. I was cancelled the same day the LNP cut arts funding for schools. God help me. Would have had 10,000 followers by June. 
Can you tell me, Doctor, why you haven't liked my tweets? Why I'm still on 35k despite my PhD? And this hashtag on Chris Kenny's post, can you tell me what it means? God help me. I'm quote tweeting Matt Keane. Why does the Channel 7 chopper still chill me to my feet? Is it because the major networks are lacking cultural diversity? And why don't Starbucks stock the milk my paediatrician prescribed to me? God help me. I was only 19. Between reading El Cantado Mio Cid and Camus La Peste, I started writing for the university newspaper on Israel. And then after failing to be elected editor in a contest with two members of the Communist Party, I started writing for the leftish weekly newspaper. I mean, we can't go on like this, mate. Not at all, mate. Not at all. Something needs to be done. Has to end. Culture wars need to finish. We just need to get on with things. Sick of them. As always, it's up to us on the Have A Grow podcast to make a few recommendations. Definitely. No one else will. No one else will. So one I have is I was actually on the ABC website the other day and I, and I looked at the logo, the ABC logo, yep. the famous ABC logo, and I wondered what the history of that logo was. Oh, yeah. Did it just okay. come out of nowhere yeah, or yeah. how did it happen? So actually back in the 60s, the ABC ran a staff competition to create the logo. Yep. And ABC graphic designer, he submitted a design which represented a lizajou pattern. Right. And I know you know what that is. Yeah, of course. Well, basically, it's a pattern that's generated when a sine wave signal is applied to the X input of an oscilloscope, which is an electric test instrument that tests and displays voltage signals as waveforms. Already speaking to middle Australia. And another at three times the frequency at the Y input. Right. Yeah, okay. Obviously, I haven't just read that off you know, yeah. my notes. And you didn't need to explain it to me either. No. Yeah, okay. Uh, purely for the listeners. Yeah. So is that really representing middle Australia? Is that, is that systemic elitism, would you say? I'll, well, I would say if, if it's uh, a man on the street couldn't spell the meaning of it, I, I mean, think it's probably a little bit um, above middle Australia. I mean, I read that 10 times before coming on air and I still don't <laughs> understand this physics shit. I mean, I, sh- I should have done less arts subjects at university. Do we need to change the logo to reconnect with battlers? I think we do. I think we do. And we need to do it at the biggest cost possible. Yeah. Just like the Australian made sign that we outsourced to get changed recently. Mm. It looked like shit, but it costs a lot. So it Mm. must have been good. We've got to think of some imagery that reconnects with the heartland, I think. I mean, do we just make a big fuck off lump of coal next to a Tesla? (laughs) (laughs) What about like just a picture of a Sharon? (laughs) Yes. A picture of a Sharon. Just a Sharon. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. Or maybe just like a cold schooner of Furphy. <laughs> what about just Bradman? Yes. I mean, his image hasn't been exploited enough. Not at all. And I'm sure Isn't the Isn't his batting average like... the postcode at the ABC anyway? Oh, is it? Just to his right? fucking batting average. Yeah, 99.94. That's, right. 94, that's, that's, the, that's the logo. Yeah, okay. I think anything except the Opera House, because they'll fuck you do, do you for IP infringement. They will, won't they? They're fucking hungry for <laughs> They're it. They're fucking real hungry, aren't <laughs> that's they? That's right. And it's pretty Sydney-centric, which yeah. actually would be good it for it. It would actually be on brand. Yeah, that's right. No, any, that's, any, that, any other thoughts? Or? Yeah, no, no I, think, I think you covered it off there. Well, I was going to say maybe just a, a picture of a, a, like a kangaroo punching a tourist. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just a screenshot from a YouTube clip of, yeah, a, of it'd a have to be grainy. fist fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah would barely be. make it out. But yeah, yeah. yeah, Well, that's just the haze from Australia being perennially encased in smoke. 
Um, That's right. So in terms of, yeah, I mean, I've got a, one other recommendation. Yep. It kind of plays into that elitism as well. I think the ABC should move its headquarters to Western Sydney, just to a business park in Western Sydney. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to laugh at that because I think that's quite a serious and quite a valid suggestion. suggestion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, Western Sydney is the new geographical centre of Sydney. Once again, we're Sydney-centric here. We're not thinking about mm. moving it to Melbourne or Canberra. No. It's staying in Sydney, okay, before anyone says anything. But carry on. I think that's a great idea. Well, I think it's the easiest thing to do, just a quick win. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it'll probably save the taxpayer heaps over the long term. I mean, it would immediately remove all the criticisms that they are elites, elitists living in inner city enclaves. Yes. And yes. like most of the workforce is working from home anyway. Yeah, that's right. So they wouldn't actually have to get out to Western Sydney. You wouldn't have to see the unwashed out there at, you know, Westfield, Parramatta, you know, when they go for their lunch break. Yeah, that's so right. So they can still live in Glebe or Paddington, and mm. but the optics will be better. Yeah, I could see Lee Sales just getting a helicopter in and out every night <laughs> just like, and barely yeah. touching the ground. I mean, they'll have to wait for the coffee cart to come to the business park so they won't be able to go out to like a, you know, <laughs> And a Chippendale cafe and, you know, have a taxpayer-funded business meeting every now and then. No, that's right. Yeah, you can... So there'll be a bit of an adjustment period for the staff at the ABC. Mm-hmm. Be on the falafel for a while, but eventually yeah. the coffee would get out there. But that's a fantastic idea, especially with the price of land in Sydney being so silly at the moment. Well, that's right. There'll be some savings. That's right. And what do we do with Ultimo rent. as well? Well, I don't know what we do with it. It's just going to be... Well, we can build on it. Okay. Or develop it. Yeah, I think it should be in true ABC style. We'll just turn it into a green space. Yeah. <laughs> I just I'd love to see just an artist's impression of what that looks like ten yeah. years from now. Some kind of brutalist art or something like yeah. that. It's gotta be ironic, whatever it is. It's gotta be ironic and yeah. really unpleasing to the eye. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a great suggestion. Yeah. yeah I mean, actually I think we should forward that on. You know, we, we like to jest here. Yeah. But um but uh yeah, no, that's a great suggestion. Would you like to hear mine? Yeah, I would love to hear yours. So I think what we need to do is to get a third chamber in Parliament. Okay. And it's just stack it with ABC TV personalities. Right. Okay, so so if you get legislation, you pass it through the upper house, goes through the Senate. If it gets through the Senate, then it gets uh, debated by the drum. Okay, <laughs> and then if they're happy with it, it just gets signed off by Annabelle Crabb, charmingly as well. Charmingly, yeah, probably yeah. probably announced in some kind of uh, kitschy cooking with the parliamentarian show or something like that. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. a really good idea. I mean, it's a complete constitutional overhaul, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I want to watch club rugby. So do I, mate. I miss that. <laughs> There's so much I miss about the old ABC that's just not there today anymore. Yeah. And we've, obviously, and we've obviously big fans talking about club rugby, which hasn't been on the network for over five years. <laughs> that's all I want. All that's... I want is club rugby back. Yeah, me too. I just want to see Saturday afternoon, sparsely packed Wallara Oval mm. with 30 blokes, architects and art students. But I also just want to go back to a time where we didn't talk about the ABC all the time. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, we all have Netflix. We all have streaming subscriptions. We're paying shitloads. I just want the ABC back. I want three commercial channels. I want the ABC, a bit of SBS, maybe Foxtel, just with like all those aggregated channels, just one-stop yep. shop kind of thing. Yep. It's getting, a, it's a confusing media landscape and I think the ABC is suffering for it. I mean, they're trying, they're trying to adapt, aren't they? They certainly are. To be fair, they're, they're trying to digitalize. They're getting into new platforms. They've got about mm. 68 different digital channels now. Yep. Yeah. But is it working out for them? No, they're coming from well behind basically just because it's being done by public servants. Yeah. So I don't know if um, they're going to survive this crowded media landscape. Mm. Mm. For those who have a go. This is the best have country in the world in which to work hard. Work hard. Yes. Yes.